Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, welcome to the NBC Sports Soccer Pub edition of Bet the Edge. I'm Jay Croucher here with Brad Thomas. Shortly, we're going to welcome in Jessica Black of the She Knows Arsenal podcast and talk all things Arsenal today, Brad, much to your chagrin, but they are the team of the moment. Uh, where were you watching? Were you watching the Bournemouth game and uh, what was your reaction at the end of it? Uh, man, I was watching the game. I was on Arsenal minus one and a half, but... I took a little bit of Arsenal uh, live, so I was pretty excited. Uh, that, talk about gutsy, right? Like an opening, an opening goal by Bournemouth really early. I knew they were going to score. I talked about that in the um, in the predictor piece that I did, but I didn't know they were going to take the lead. Uh, Arsenal fought back, fought hard. Bournemouth got a second one. It was an incredible match for like those are the matches that you need to win. You face adversity early. You win that match, it gives you a lot more confidence that you can face adversity throughout the entire season and come away as Premier League champions. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was quite something. Didn't feel real uh, as it was yeah. happening. Uh, let's bring in Jessica now uh, to talk about the game in more detail. Thank you for joining us, Jessica. I'll ask the same question to you. Where were you watching it, and uh, and what was your reaction when Reese Nelson smacked that ball in um, from just inside the box? Well, I was watching on my computer um, in my living room. And when that ball hit the back of the net, I just crumbled to the ground. I don't know if you guys have seen Ian Wright's um, reaction to the goal, but it was exactly the same. <laughs> Laptop thrown to the side, crumbled to the ground, hands in my face, crying, everything. And people would be like, it's just Bournemouth. So, like, why are you crying? Like, they're basically bottom of the league and you guys should be beating them. But like you guys said, it's moments like that that really kind of make you think like, oh, it's happening. And it couldn't have happened for a better a better player, Reese Nelson, kind of a, a forgotten player, but he was the original star boy, the original Halen graduate that was supposed to make it through. And he's had some difficult injury issues and some time away from the team. And to come back in and for that to be a moment for you, he's never going to have to pay for another beer, another <laughs> meal, anything at Islington ever again, because that is a monumental moment for him and the club. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Jessica. I was watching it with my, uh, well, I was in the room with my five-year-old and two-year-old daughters and uh, I was relegated to the iPad because the girls were watching uh, Coco Melon on the big screen. And uh, <laughs> yeah, as soon as, as soon as that, it just, the game felt done. It just felt done. Uh, and it just felt like they'd, 
they dropped points and then it was going to it would have flipped to city being favorite for the title yes. in the betting market had they not scored that uh that late goal but yeah it makes you think that um there are greater forces at work um coming out of that game Jessica who do you think right now is I guess the MVP of Arsenal and who's their most indispensable player it's it's hard to say because we've had so many players that have stepped up to the plate and are so important. You can look at Zinchenko and Ben White and um, Martinelli, Thomas Partey, the, all those players, you could look at them and say they're probably our MVP, but I think it has to go to Bakayo Saka because at 21 years old to be leading the team to potentially their first title in 18 years, um, the figures that he's putting up, he always had the talent, but the end product is there now and he's, Besides Mo Salah, probably the best right wing in the league. And he's doing it at 21 years old. So he's what Americans would call a franchise player. He's the star. He's the face of Arsenal Football Club and couldn't have asked for a better a better player to do it. So for me, he's our MVP. Like, without him, I don't know where we'd be. Yeah, I think a lot can be said of Mikel Arteta as well, how he's developed a lot of these players and, and really trusted in his squad to get the job done. Do you think that was a turning point for the season? Or do you just kind of think it was a gradual rise up the table and, and continuing to show a team that belongs, a team that deserves to win the championship. It's been a long time coming. Like I'm, I'm not going to be like a revisionist historian here and act like I've always seen us challenging for the title three years into Arteta's reign, right? We've we have some difficult seasons finishing eighth and then missing out on top four last season, but it has been a, a gradual process that started off cultural culture wise, Arteta's always talked about the non-negotiables and what it takes to be an Arsenal player and to work at Arsenal, be a coach, be a part of the team. And he has everybody singing from the hymn sheet, not just the players, not just the staff, but everybody that works for Arsenal in general. And you're seeing the fruits of the labor now, where at the beginning it was kind of hard to see. And Arteta is a fantastic coach, but he's a good leader. He's the type of you know man that people want to follow. And that's the only way to get people to do what you need them to do is to be kind of like a leader and leading by example. And yeah, the culture shift. And then we brought in some new players. And I would say that the summer window last, the last summer was the one where things changed, where we brought in a Ben White and Odegaard, Ramsdale. Then we started to see the, the team start to play the football that we're seeing now, but we've just taken it up a level. It's, I, I can't say that I saw this, but Arteta did predict it. And yeah, he's delivering the goods. Yeah, I think it's been a strange kind of winding road for Arteta because when he came in, results weren't great initially. But I'll never forget that there was a game on New Year's Day in 2020 where Arsenal hosted Man United and they won that game 2 nothing. I think Nicolas Pepe scored, curled a, a ball into the, to the left side. And, uh, and Arsenal, the way they played that night, yeah, they just... Just the intensity, the pressing. It's like I hadn't seen that under Emery, I hadn't seen that under Wenger, and then kind of lost their way a little bit. Though they did win the FA Cup, but you could see that you know some seeds were planted, and there might be something there. But I think one thing that you know we kind of forget as the season goes on because winning just normalizes. Like Arsenal were forty to one to win the title before the year, so they would be just about outside of Leicester, uh, who are always going to be the most uh, unbelievable premiership winner, um, just about the most unlikely champions if they pull it off for the past 20 years or so. Um, so, yeah, certainly they're going to look to finish in the top four. That seems done. And, uh, and now it's the title. Uh, Jessica, Fulham on the weekend. Fulham not in the best of form. Are you concerned about this game? Or do you think that 
Arsenal should be pretty comfortable. Of course I'm concerned. It's a London derby. <laughs> of, of course I'm concerned because there's no easy games in the Premier League. And if we're honest, Arsenal are playing well, but we're not playing anywhere near as well as we were playing at the beginning of the season. We're, you know, giving away chances. We're giving away goals that we weren't at the beginning of the season. And we're finding it hard to break down these blocks. So I would say that, you know, I am a little bit worried, especially going away from home to a team that's fighting for a European spot. Like, as much as people keep talking about Fulham like they're the same old Fulham from before, this team plays good football. Marco Silva has them playing really well. They're really organized. They have some really dangerous players. Manor Solomon has scored five goals in his last five appearances. I'm sure he'll play. And then there's always the narratives of, like, will Willian score against his old team? Will Leno keep Arsenal out, our ex-goalkeeper? So, yeah, I am a little bit like, okay, let's not count our chickens before they hatch. But – Arsenal should win this game. We have a really good away record. We're probably one of the best away teams in the league. And so we should get it done, but you can never, you can't count anybody out because the Premier League is such a difficult league to play in. Yeah, Jessica, you talked about the top four briefly, and I want to get your opinion and your thoughts. Uh, Yesterday I posted, I think Liverpool is a good option to finish inside the top four at uh, plus 100. Do you think they're a, a smart bet or would you look at Tottenham at plus 200 or Newcastle at plus 220? Well, Liverpool, I just think, are the type of team that you can never count them out just because they they have the ability to go on long runs, long winning runs um, once they start to get going. And, of course, they've had a difficult beginning of the season, but beating your arch rivals 7-0 could really catapult your season into the right direction. They're getting some players back. Uh, Luis Diaz is back into the fold. You know, Nunez is kind of doing his thing. Gakpo is starting to find his feet. Mosala is alive again. And so I think if I had to think of any team that I would put money on to, to make it into the top four in that last spot, I'd say Liverpool. Spurs went out of the FA Cup then turned around and lost to Wolves and then turned around and got um, beat by AC Milan and now are out of the Champions League. They seem to be having a little bit of issues there. There's some things coming out of the People are not happy there. It's looking a mess. Um, and Newcastle can't score goals. And if you can't score goals, you're not going to make it into the top four. You just, you're not, not even if you have a really good defense. So it's definitely Liverpool for me. Um, yeah. And it would just be nice to see Spurs not do something again this season. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, last one for you, Jessica, before we let you go. Uh, I know you were pretty upset that uh, Arsenal did sign Mikhailo Mudrik, uh, who is now part of, this Chelsea team, which I think is the weirdest team in the league because they go between... I mean, their performance against Tottenham was just an absolute mess. But then you see how they play against Dortmund in the Champions League. And even though they, they lost the game in Dortmund, I thought they looked fantastic in that game. They just yes, couldn't yeah. put the ball in the back of the net. Uh, I guess now, knowing what's happened over the past month or so, uh, are you still disappointed Arsenal didn't get Mudrik? Or are you happy with the Trossard signing and think it's all kind of worked out? I think two things can be true at the same time, right? You can be disappointed that you don't get your number one target, but happy with the player that came in. And Trossard has done wonders for us. I think he's the perfect kind of player to come in that has Premier League experience, that's been there and done it before, that fits seamlessly into what we're trying to do. But at the same time, I can't help but think in the back of my mind that Mudrick is going to be an absolute star. And I would want him at Arsenal because Arteta wanted him at Arsenal. 
You know, we clearly wanted the player. We went all the way over there to get him. We just didn't come back with him. So, yeah, I am still a little bit kind of disappointed by that, but that doesn't take anything away from Trissard. And it's nice to see the club being able to pivot and bring in decent players, even though you miss out on your number one target. And in regards to Chelsea, like, I just think they need time. They need a cultural shift. They need to kind of move on from some players and let the young players come to the forefront. They'll be fine. I don't think they'll make top four or even Europe, but maybe that's a good thing going into next season with young players and Potter a little bit less, you know, pressure on him, but they'll be fine. They'll get it right at some point. It's just not going to be this season. Yeah. Graham Potter, uh, just always looks like the most stressed man uh, in Europe with good reason. Though it was nice to see for his sake, at least them get that win against Dortmund. And uh, yeah. I'm with you, Jessica. I think Mudrick, I mean, even saw it the first game he came on against Liverpool, just his pace uh, and the way he moves with the ball is special. So I would have liked to see that uh, in us at, at uh, the Emirates, but that's all right. I'm doing pretty well anyway. Jessica, thank you for joining us. Can you please tell people uh, where to follow you and, uh, and what you're working on? Yeah, so I have my own channel on YouTube called She Knows Arsenal. If you type that in the search bar, I will pop up. Um, and you can always find me on the Football Terrace as well. I'm on there. That's another YouTube channel. And um, you can follow me on Twitter at She Knows Arsenal or Jacinio Tweets. And all my socials are linked there as well. And yeah, you'll see me talking about Arsenal all day, every day. Awesome. Thank you, Jessica. One of the best Twitter handles around. Just seeing your yes. tweets. Love it. All right. Thank you. For- <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. It's time to get your swagger back with PointsBet Sportsbook. New customers can sign up now with the code BETTHEEDGE to get five second chance bets up to $500. That's five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager in free bets. So use the promo code BETTHEEDGE and enjoy more live betting markets than ever before. PointsBet, it's your move. New customers only. Must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, or West Virginia. In partnership with Louisiana iGaming LP, DBA Boomtown, New Orleans. Second chance means that if any of your first five cash bets, that is the first bet per day for five consecutive days on a fixed odds market loses, you will receive free bets in the amount of the losing wager up to $100 each. Cash out is not available on all wagers and may not be equivalent to the 
initial wager. PointsBet can disable or suspend the cash out feature at any time. Additional terms and conditions apply. See the promotions page and terms and conditions section of the PointsBet website app for more details. Void where prohibited. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Colorado or Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, call 1-888-532-3500. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. That's 467-369. In New York, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Pennsylvania, call 1-877-770-STOP. That's 1-877-770-6867. In Louisiana. All right, Brad, let's uh, wrap up, talk our best bets of the upcoming weekends. What do you got? I'm going to go with uh, the same bet that I made last week, uh, an under in a Chelsea match. I'm going Leicester City versus Chelsea, under two and a half goals. Uh, First of all, I'm going to keep betting this until it finally breaks. Seven straight times they've gone under the total. But more importantly, this is just an ugly fixture from a scheduling standpoint. Chelsea just had 90 minutes run against Dortmund where they had to come back on aggregate. Most of their players played the full 90. They are going to have some tired legs now. They travel to uh, King Power Stadium to take on Leicester, who themselves have struggled mightily in front of net. If Leicester's not getting a set piece uh, in dangerous area, they're probably not scoring. So I'm going to be on the under in that match. I, I imagine this has a very good possibility of ending nil-nil especially with how tired those legs of Chelsea could be in that attack. So I'm going to bet this, these unders until they stop. Yep, I like that. I think Leicester are an absolute shambles at the yeah. moment. Uh, I was unfortunate enough to watch that entire game against Arsenal not long ago where Leicester had 0.02 XG, which I think is maybe the lowest in the Premier League <laughs> era. So I think uh, they might have given up on Brendan Rodgers, so expecting low scoring there. Uh, my best bet is up uh, the Brentford money line plus 175 uh, to win at Everton. Uh, I think Everton, the I guess the new coach, new coach bounce uh, that Sean Dyche saw in beating Arsenal uh, in his first game. I think that's worn off. They've really fallen off the pace uh, a little bit of late. Meanwhile, Brentford uh, competing for Europe. Last time they went on the road, they really should have beaten Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal were lucky to get out of that with a one-all draw. So looks like Ivan Tony's not suspended yet and still going to play. Uh, so I think that with him in tow, I think the Brentford, uh, I don't really understand why Everton uh, are favoured uh, in this one. So give me uh, give me Brentford there. What do you think of, of Brentford-Arsenal, Brad? I like that Brentford uh, price. Yeah, Brent, I, I think plus 175 is more than enough value. Like we watch Brentford and I, we know how great they are at home, but even on the road, they're still pretty good. And they're going to have an attack that's going to keep coming. What I'm worried about for Everton is how they're going to withstand that constant pressure. And I mean, God forbid, if, if they're sloppy in the box, I feel like Brentford are one of the best teams at drawing penalties. And Ivan Tony has not missed a kick from the spot yet this season. So it's going to be hard for Everton to score, and it's going to be hard for them to withstand that pressure for a full 90. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, go watch a YouTube compilation of Ivan Tony's um, penalties, uh, everyone watching or listening, because he's just he's just perfected the art of yeah. taking a penalty. He never misses at all. Uh, I don't know why everyone just doesn't do exactly what he does. Uh, it's a work of art. 
All right, that is it from us. Just before we go, a reminder uh, about the fantasy uh, baseball baseball draft guide uh, with all new rules being implemented in MLB impacting fantasy baseball. It's important, more important than ever to get your Roto World baseball draft guide. Find all the player profiles, rankings, and projections you need to hit your draft out of the park. Brad, go to NBCSportsEdge.com draft, slash draft guide and use pennant25 as a code to save 25% at checkout. All right, that is it from us. Don't forget to check out NBCSportsEdge.com as well for more information to help you with your wages. Thanks, everyone, watching on the NBC Sports YouTube channel. Thanks again to Jessica Black for joining. Uh, reminder to follow her at Jessenio Tweets. Thanks to you, Brad Thomas, at Mr. Brad Thomas on Twitter. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow with more. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.